What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another Fan Ounce Table edition of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and as always, I'm joined by Callum Wiggins. Hello there. And Robert E. Felice. Hello. And as per usual, our tradition of our January kind of podcast leading into the Royal Rumble means that we are doing some Royal Rumble watch-alongs here. We're actually going to potentially do three of them this year. Um, I think the most that we've ever done is two maybe per year. Maybe we did three in the past. I don't remember for sure. But, you know, we've gotten to a point now because everybody's getting up there in age that we can go back and say, hey, not just do the one from 10 years ago, but 20 years ago and 30 years ago. And before you know it, we're going to go and 40 years ago. <laughs> it's going to drive me nuts. But we are going to start off at the very least with the 1994 Royal Rumble match. January 22nd, 1994, it was Providence Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island. This is just the Royal Rumble match watch along for anybody who might be kind of curious why we're not watching the entire event, partially because we want to try to do three of these potentially this month. And uh, one of them, the 2004 one, is most likely going to be a dark cast. If you don't know what that means, then head on over to patreon.com slash smartoutmoment or click on the little join button on the uh, page on youtube.com. And if you are at least on the dark cast tier or something above that, you know, the pick your poison tier or something, then you get access to the dark cast tier. You can check out not only that when it comes out, but also all the other editions of the podcast that we've done before. All that helps out quite a bit, helps us keep the lights on here and all. Lots of different other ways for you to help us out like that too. Redbubble and Public for the merchandise options, the little thanks button that's over there on that uh, YouTube channel and all that. Also some completely free options. So if you're enjoying this, make sure that you are subscribed. Make sure you click on that little like button. That helps out quite a bit there. Also leave your comments below. You know, I mean, watch time and interactions and stuff that helps out just the same as the like button. Do all of them because all of them is going to be great. But, you know, uh, make sure to tell us your thoughts along the way here while we're doing this. And if you don't know what the fan ounce table is and how this works and stuff after many, many years of doing these, but maybe it's somebody's brand new to this. What we are doing is we are watching the 2020, or no, not the 2024, <laughs> we're way uh, not in uh, advance for that yet, the 1994 Royal Rumble match, and we can't provide that to you on the screen, that would be a copyright issue, so instead what we were doing is we have a little time code over there on YouTube, if you're checking this out on the audio-only platforms, then you just have to trust us with the countdown of 3, 2, 1, play. When I say play, we're going to be hitting play on well at least for rob and i we're going to be hitting play on peacock and callum is over there in the uk so he's got the wwe network proper although there should be relatively no difference between them uh it's 13606 is when we are starting this and it's the bell ringing right when uh vince mcmahon is about to start saying uh, i believe it's like something along the lines of uh, we're getting ready for the royal rumble match or something yeah and we are ready for the wwf royal rumble match so it's after they've already done the preamble of like people, you know, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and all this. And DiBiase is talking to Vince McMahon and all. And I'll give you that countdown. Three, two, one, play. When I say play, you hit play on that too. And then we should be synced up pretty well. We're going to watch this. We're going to crack some jokes. We're going to revisit one of those iconic pay-per-views, at least for the match itself, not the rest of the pay-per-view. 
but always keep in mind too, if you want us to do entire pay-per-views and stuff, the pick your poison tier is the best method of making sure that we do that. So we haven't recorded the 2004 or the 2014 ones yet, but if by all means you want us to do the entire thing, pick your poison tier, go ahead, sponsor it and we'll do it. But that's as self-explanatory as I could say when it comes to, you know, three, two, one play, you hit the play button, whatever. Um, Make sure you have this paused beforehand if you're not ready. That's kind of the easy thing that you can do. But Rob and I will be watching on Peacock. Uh, I think that um, the, if the WWE Network is probably synced up the right way. It's What's the time on that compared to that, Callum? Uh, I have it set to 135.56. Okay, so that probably... That, you know couple seconds or so is probably the difference maker of those little uh, black screens that they put for, which I don't know why they do that. It still bothers me that it's like, you can't just edit them out. You have to fade to black and then fade back in. It's not too much of an off thing, but throughout this, we'll try to give you some indications of where we are. Maybe it'll be like, you know, Oh, the person's eliminated now or something along those lines. But um, yeah, I think that that kind of, covers it uh if there is anything else that i'm forgetting then i'm forgetting it so <laughs> i don't know what else it would be um this is always difficult for me to try to figure out how i do the uh stopwatch and this at the same time and hit the same button twice in two different spots but i'm hoping that i can get this in a good way that it's not going to be a problem i might be slightly slightly off if that's the case but i don't think anybody's going to care um, 1994 Royal Rumble, a Royal Rumble that I have always enjoyed. It's not the best Royal Rumble, but it does have one of the most iconic finishes. It's got some people in it that I'm a big fan of. Before we get into this, um, just generally speaking, what are you guys' thoughts on the 94 Royal Rumble? And when's the last time you revisited it? I don't think I've revisited this match in a very long time. I... I generally like this era. I think this era is a lot of fun. And this Royal Rumble, while not so much anymore, was for a long time one of the more noteworthy ones because of, you know, not only the the iconic ending, but this is, by all accounts, the moment that they put Diesel in the he's going to be champion picture. I would say with probably pretty significant confidence that I've never watched this rumble before. So, really, I don't like, really, I don't, I don't go back and watch like stuff from the early nineties that much. It's a, uh, it's a bad time for professional wrestling, so I don't really see the need to go back in it, go back and look at it. I would have figured that you probably would have at least at some point seen it just for the sake of, you know, posterity. Like I know that I've watched all the Royal Rumbles before but I haven't watched all of the full pay-per-views of the Royal Rumbles. And I know that I've seen, I think I actually no. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was just going to say, I think at this point I've seen all the WrestleManias all the way through. No, that hasn't been the case. So yeah, we all have our, uh, our blind spots on this. And especially when it's like, you know, WWE has been around for decades and decades. You can't watch everything, but that'd be interesting. We get your uh, live first time reaction to this. That'd be cool. You get to see uh, some amazing people like Tenryu. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, you won't see it on your screen, obviously, but get yourself all set up. Make sure that you do have your time code up at the WWE Network time, or if you're on Peacock, 136.06. 
you should be looking at a screen right now of the crowd reaction and on the top right corner i only see roy rum on the uh the uh sign for that because they haven't panned over yet to say roy rumble but i'm gonna go you guys all set yep yep and everybody else if you aren't pause if you are then let's get started three two one play crowd looks so like small compared to the Royal Rumbles that we have now with the stadiums and stuff, right? Yeah, it feels about right for 94. I genuinely hate everything being in a stadium now. I like it unless it interferes. Like if you just can't hear the crowd and stuff, I think the bigger the better for the most part. I like seeing, you know, tens of thousands of people. Because this is very yeah. tiny. This looks like this would be like an episode of Monday Night Raw these days would be bigger than this. Yeah, but that's like, I maintain the fact that I don't, it seems like it's just because everything is so scaled up now, but is everything really great? Like, <laughs> Quantity and quality, not exactly the same. Yeah. So I don't remember who draws number one, but oh, okay. So it, uh, I know who number one and number two are. I don't know the rest. Good old Brown Breaker. <laughs> Imagine if he came out with this kind of stuff instead. He's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to wear my uncle's uh, hair <laughs> style and my uncle's um, like he's got the uh, ring gear that kind of fits it sometimes. But you, that theme. This feels like really Chase You theme music. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's literally just the theme song for the University of. <laughs> That's good to good to get the casual racism out of the way early. Yeah, you got your uh, your good old all American football guy against your Samoan savage. What a, guys, not racist. Wrestling. <laughs> it's a little racist. I mean, why is Scott Steiner wearing that? <laughs> and everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. I know Hulk Hogan was here. <laughs> By the way, everybody, I apologize again. I'm still coughing, so you're going to hear that throughout this because I'm probably not going to be able to meet myself too, too often. But uh, I'm waiting until you evolve into wheezing. <laughs> Eventually, uh, I'm going to get glary and wheezing. You're going to see me with the top hat. That's my thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the UK version of that. You got Hebner on the side there. Yeah. That old WWF logo was so good. The one in the corner? Yeah, that like the old school WWF where it's got the WWE, the W and the F on the side. It's I like the version better that has like the blue uh kind of gradient going downward but i'm glad they're not blurring it anymore on the feed oh thank god i mean this is this uh, i mean this exchange is less iconic than scott steiner's uh, most famous exchange with a samoan <laughs> oh i wonder what the percentage of uh what the head shrinker can win on this match is well, there's 20 other nine other guys in this match that usually gives you a 3.6x 7% chance of winning. 
28 of those guys are going to throw themselves over the ropes. This is, of course, way before they would start doing the entrance themes for anything. They just had the little clock in the corner, and then everybody just had that kind of dull silence that would happen, which I'm so, so glad. Is that only starts in there? I guess it's old now, but like that only starts in 96. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, but not, it's not 96, 96, isn't it? Isn't that only Michaels? No, everybody gets their theme song in 96. They do? Even like Vader and them? Because 97, they botch it, and it takes a while. got some technical issues. Yeah. They have an issue, issue with the clock. and Yeah. And it's got fake diesel and fake razor, so it's already an issue. What a weird way to start this off, though. Like, why would you start off with the two babyface Steiner bros double-teaming somebody? It doesn't make as yeah. much sense as having yeah, two heels. Yeah, surely you bring out the other Wild Samoan first. Right, and then and then you bring it out, uh, Rick Steiner to even the odds. But that, but this is the same company that didn't really understand how war games works for years yeah. and years and years. Yeah, and there's something to be said about like just switching up the formula a little bit. But at the same time, if you look at the history of the Royal Rumbles, the ones that tend to work the best are the ones that follow a pretty simple formula and. When they do something different like this, it just kind of comes off awkward. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. That's awesome, though. I love that spot. That's a Cactus Jack spot. Um, That's Quang. Otherwise known as Quang. Was, was he supposed to like be hung up like that? Because it just felt like they just like, pushed him out afterwards. <laughs> I think he was. I think he wanted to do it. The Samoans are fucking crazy. Oh. Like... The Samoans will do ridiculous. Rikishi used to do a inside-out flip for a fucking clothesline. It's yeah, it's true. Necessary, like <laughs> terrible. Uh... What? <laughs> Why is he doing that? Because he's Quang. He's crazy. I forgot that Quang did the uh, mist. All right, who is Quang? Tavia oh, Vega. It's oh god, it's Tavia Vega. Yeah, it's so much better when he becomes Tavia. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's saying not a Japanese <laughs> guy that's doing all of these stuff. Japanese <laughs> people don't have that kind of tan? This is very much their um, slap a mask on him, and Rikishi could be the sultan kind of thing. Mm. Well, Yoko, Yoko is not Japanese. True, but they uh, never really fully say that he is Japanese most of the time, yeah, right? He's Mr. Fuji's sumo champion. Right. But he was waving around a Japanese flag, so it's not fucking... Yeah. I mean, they they played into it to the point that people thought that he was Japanese and why is Rick Steiner just punching the air? But, uh, yeah, I mean, he does say, like, Samoa and, like, different things and all. But in fairness to him, were people really like, he's saying Samoa. They just thought he was going, rah, rah, rah. True. You know, like they, They're like, he's saying something in Japanese. I don't know what Samoa means in Japanese. <laughs> Probably so means is, go with Japanese. So this is fresh off Owen's turn, right? This like is literally an hour yeah. after. This is right after he kicked his leg out from under his leg. <laughs> it's gotta be like an hour after. Because uh, earlier in the night they did the turn and Brett's, uh, you know, got the the leg issue going on. And the crazy thing is that Brett's in this match. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's gonna be, you know, taking Boiler. it. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know, sorry. Uh, but like, he doesn't get his hands on Owen. Right. It's one of those things that they would not have done now. Like it would have been like, oh shit, he's 
you know, afraid of his brother, so he eliminated himself or something. Like, Yeah, they would not have passed up on the opportunity for Brett to come out and either toss Owen or for Owen to throw himself out to run away for sure. That would have been, like, the big turnover spot. And instead, they're, like, just very casually, like, oh, there goes Rick Steiner and whatever. We're going to start yeah, off with them. Like, and Yeah. Pretty underwhelming as well. It's only a few years into doing Royal Rumbles, but you would have thought they would have had a formula down by now. And they're clearly doing something different with this. And they're going to they're gonna set the tone for some of these other things later on in this Royal Rumble too, particularly uh, one person um, breaking a record. But like, you know, when you start looking at these Royal Rumbles and then you look at something like 2007 and you're like, oh, in 07, they had it down, you know? Scissor me, Uncle Ass. <laughs> Uncle Ass. Now, I wasn't, like, able to watch pay-per-views as a kid, so I didn't see this live or anything, and I'm young enough at this point that I'm not, like fully tapped into it like i i kind of got more into it in like 95 into 96 but going back and rewatching this just like uh, you know two years later or so like getting a vhs tape in like in 97 or something of this was uh it was wild to be like this is savio vega and this is like the steiner bros were like no they're wcw guys and well, the, the Steiners and Luger, to me, have some of the most interesting WWE careers because they come in and are main eventing things and are like the top, top stars, and then they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, yeah, well, whatever, we're moving on from that. Their presentation just seems so weird compared to what they do in WCW. Yeah. Well, like- no, to be fair, the Steiners, this was the Steiners. Until Scott does the I, big pub pump. I, I guess so, but they, they seemed a bit more like, I don't know, it's less garish. Like, you don't get these sort of, like, as extreme the cut, extreme color things. They seem to still be, you know, you know, wrestling, wrestling uh, prodigies. But they don't seem to be as garish as they were in WWF in the same way Luger, Luger's like the All-American guy in WWE for well for the longest time. Yeah, like they gave him the trunks to be like yeah. the all American guy because they're all gimmicky. Yeah, so they thought like, that like this would be cool yeah. to have that kind of pattern for the Steiner Bros to wear. Yeah. Whereas in WCW, they're like more, I guess, real is the is the is the word I'd use for it. They're just like you know people with slightly like elevated personalities rather than the cartoon characters they are here. Yeah. But even look at like. Like Diesel's outfit, it's just a black singlet. I, I was gonna say Diesel has not figured out Diesel yet. No, yeah, I, like, don't, I don't know if I can really look at the outfit because I'm just too busy looking at the hair. <laughs> well, like, the hair. Uh, it it is weird though because by the time he figures it out, like around SummerSlam, the mullet mullet <laughs> is kind of gone. Steiner kicks a uh, Bart on the way out, but like, look at like as simple as this is like Owen's out. Owen just did the, like the biggest thing on the pay-per-view and he's just casually tossed out by another heel because they were just so like, Hey, this is cool for diesel. Mm-hmm. Look, Quang's a heel. Right. But it's like nowadays, and yeah, and or, yeah, the place is going fucking nuts. You gotta like, even like, you know, 10, 20 years ago, 
when you get to oh, just, you know yeah this, bob backlund this is some awkward foreshadowing here yeah this, uh, yeah this is bob foreshadowing isn't it yeah they would get the formula down enough to understand that like if you wanted a big spot like this for diesel to eliminate people they would have fed him all baby faces that would have been they like the, fed him nobody's too they would have been like the evan Bourne types in those royal rumbles but, like, or, to be fair, and like look at this like he has to hold him down and all immediately bob acklin almost eradicates the whole point of the diesel push <laughs> but also people weren't concerned about it because diesel just ripping ass and he'll get backland out as well and like it's quite quite a big deal to be fair because like backland then he lost he lost about an hour in the previous year's rumble so and he's a former champion, one of the longest reigning champions ever. And he's just very casually tossed out. And so, like, that well, makes then, more sense to be like, okay, Diesel's even going to toss out a former champion and all. Well, the the benefit here, and you can see Nash is already gray some spots, which is crazy. But the benefit here is that WWF roster was only so deep. Mm-hmm. Is it, so... <laughs> He, yeah, I mean you're right. He he doesn't feel like Kevin Nash or Diesel right now. He feels like I'm looking at this and just feeling like not to crap on the guy, but he just seems like okay, that's crimson or something. Right. Look at how uh, Billy looks with that stupid mustache. Jesus Christ! The fact that he's still going. The fact that he's the later. size of Diesel compared he's, to the people he's working he's, with. He's, he's, he's a cha- he's a champion in the. Wow! Yeah, he's he's a champion in America's second biggest promotion. Thirty years later, right? Good for Billy, though. Yeah, what's the well, he's treated he's treated with more respect here than he was in this match. So. <laughs> How the fuck didn't they just go? You know what? Let's. I, I guess they kind of do because once. Oh, that I guess. Yeah, the the Japanese guys are beating up. Uh... Yeah, Mister Fuji's got an out for uh, Lex Luger during this pay per view. That's right, because all intents and purposes, it still looks like they're going Luger. Yeah, Dave Hebner get involved. Luger right here is in the Cody Rhodes of this year position. And yes, by that I mean I don't think Cody's winning uh, that belt at Mania, everybody. Tell. Look at like the they gotta have the Casio thing on there and do you notice the Ico Pro sign up on the rafters? <laughs> like Diesel doing his eyebrows. I can see that. See, like Virgil makes sense and the smoking guns and you know some of the others to be like tossed out as a you know a quick sacrifice and all. But I still run away. I still just don't get why Owen was at the beginning there. Apparently, this is supposed to be Kamala, which is just funny because like you wouldn't think Kamala would still be in WWE in 1994. If I remember correctly, yeah, this is where he's just like he just socks him and tosses him over. Yeah, he's just like you want to you want to fucking shoot. (laughs) This, I mean, this 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 doesn't feel like to me like the Brock Lesnar. Just like standing in the ring, taking all comers thing. 
But you, you also have to take into account the era. People were not seeing shit like this. Yeah, this is the first time that they ever had somebody clear house like this. It's why they um like Pritchard in podcasts for something to wrestle with. It's called he the still, Diesel Spot. Yeah, right? he calls it the Diesel Spot. Because this was when they were first like, let's do this and just have somebody, as uh, Rob said earlier, rip ass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's a good idea, but it just tastes like he's not he's not owning the ring the way that this spot needs to. Yeah, they they tweaked it and made it much better over the years. Also, look at the clock at that like the Cassia. like the three two like that. There's that line on the side. <laughs> and here you go. Be quite funny if it was if it was like sponsored by Casio, the countdown. If the countdown ever broke at any point, yeah, that'd have been good. Uh, good sponsorship there. Savage is like you, uh, he's stepping up to a former WrestleMania main eventer. The guy who was the runner-up for the previous year's WrestleMania uh, uh, Royal Rumble. The only one to the eyes of most people in this era who's. You know, like of that level of like a Hogan, yeah, warrior. Like his spot right now. There's a lot more people in WWE that are like former champions and stuff, but I guess like his equivalent spot would be like Randy Orton, yeah, Randy and Randy. And he's the right guy to shut this shit down because he's, you know, he's got that lineage. I think he's the last guy to pin Diesel as well. In the 1993 Survivor Series. Savage is like, I remember this time. I can't go for pinfalls. <laughs> That's such a dumb ending to the 93 Royal Rumble. That's a great, I think it's a great ending. I think it makes Savage it, look like an idiot. <laughs> it makes him look like an idiot, sure. But it's Yoko pushing him up, up from the ground. <laughs> it's just that visual. And, like, you don't see Brock in this kind of position. No, but, like, Brock's Brock. Oh, isn't this number uh, a great number? <laughs> Any great. Yeah. That outfit isn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, none of these outfits have been particularly. No. Like, this is definitely one of the worst. Like, is missing some flair. Even when we get to it, even Sean's yeah. is missing some flair. Even players missing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm, this is not I'm one not. of Jeff Jarrett's best outfits. Well, another guy he hasn't even really gotten down to the whole, like, he doesn't have the roadie yet. It's wild how they introduced him as a country singer and then they take like two years to pay that off. Another guy who's still Fargo strutting into 2024. <laughs> It's funny, like, since I was more of a WWF fan than WCW, Ric Flair doesn't have the same effect to me as, you know, anybody who follows, like, uh, the NWA and everything from, you know, prior to that. So, for, like, the longest time in my fandom, that strut was the Jeff Jarrett strut, in my mind. Not a Ric Flair thing. And it was, like, figure four. If somebody was like, who does the figure four? I'd be like, well, Jeff Jarrett does. And there goes Jeff Jarrett. Jeez. Like, he'd be in a uh, much more around. prominent spot nowadays, because at that this point, he's, like, one of their top heels. And they're really flying heels. through people, just in general. Like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, this is a huge spot because Prussian Savage refuting. Also, we have to remember, every one of these heels, with the exception of Owen and later Michaels, was out earlier in the night to, to try to kill The Undertaker. Like, hmm. Diesel was part of that. That never really gets brought up because by the time Taker comes back, Diesel's doing his own thing. Rush was part of that. Uh, Tenru and Kabuki were part of that. Jarrett was part of that. Now, this is the crush that I think of when somebody mentions crush rather than like Kona crush or demolition crush or. This is like the weird hybrid between the two. Right. And then later on, he becomes Jailbird crush. Yeah. And to me, like, and- if somebody just says, like, I mean, if I could draw, which I can't draw at all, but if they were like, draw me crush, I would draw this crush. And he's got size to him. He's not, you know, great or anything, but like, you could picture him being like a, like as a baby face. He was great because this is still the era of replacing Hogan. Right. But like, if they would have done undertaker versus crush at WrestleMania at some point, that would have made sense. He's a big dude. God, that's the worst superkick ever. <laughs> oh. Bring out the little people. Send in the clowns. Savage just jumped out on, on, on the inset. Right. And goes, just there goes unceremoniously. Crush. There goes Crush, I would assume. I think Crush lasts a little longer. I know he's final three in 95. <laughs> I mean, this is the good doing. Is that still? Is that still Mapborn? Yeah, it looks like it looks Matt, looks like it's Mapborn to me. Here's like your uh, <laughs> Santino spot. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I can live with this. As long as he gets like eliminated straight away, then that's this is a good spot. I'm surprised that they don't bring Doink the Clown back every once in a while. It's been well, like no, once it, Matt Bourne died, I think they were done with it. Well, they no, brought they him brought back. That, uh, they brought back like five times afterwards. They're fighting. They're like six different Doink the Clowns. Yeah, they they did it for the um thing in Stanford, didn't they? No, they brought back a clown, but they were very clear to not do Doink. It wasn't a Doink outfit? It was not a Doink outfit. Doink was at WrestleMania 17. That wasn't... That wasn't uh, I, said, I said once Bourne died. They haven't brought him back. <laughs> Luna, it's always... <laughs> Luna's the precursor to Vince McMahon with that walk. Bam Bam should have beaten Hogan at some point. I like this. that They're just like, hey, do you want to come in here and beat up on Doink? It's <laughs> like... Says uh, an unknown person portrayed Doink at the 2020 Money in the Bank pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know the one in the uh, yeah the building. Sanford thing. Yeah, and and Matt uh, Matt Bourne died in uh, in 2013. I do not count that. Hold <laughs> on. Lombardi uh, Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Roller, also uh, wrestled as Doink in 2016. So that's just offensive. And like, look at the dynamic here. Like, why would you book three of the biggest heels? in the ring together and doink, you know, 
because again, the roster wasn't what it is now. Yeah, just well, at the end, they just like three big dudes, and they just assume, oh, that's 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 what people just want to say—just three big guys beating up, beating each other up. Yeah, like, there's clearly two big baby faces in this. Three, if you count like Savage. But like, um, you know, like I, if you take the exact same people that are in this match and you say rebook it, I can't imagine that I would have booked a scenario where Owen gets eliminated so fast by a heel and then Savage gets unceremoniously dumped out and all. But this is their whole like, we want to have a whole lot of beef in the ring kind of thing. I mean, for God's sake, this uh, look who's coming. Diesel, stay out of his way. Yeah. Diesel, please stay out of his <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Skip forward a year and see what happens with these two, right? Doing it. No. A, a, a whoop, there it is, Sean. Yeah. God. Now, is it whoop, there it is, or whoop? <laughs> there it is. Or whoop. God, what podcast was that? That was years ago that at this was, point. That was us doing... It's a dark cast. It was watching Halloween Havoc 90... 96? No. No, it couldn't have been 96. Yeah. I think. 96 would have been way too late for that. It's a man going into his... Look at the size of that guy. Yeah. Oh, what a maneuver. I was explaining the what a maneuver thing to my wife the other day. In what context? I forget like what I was watching, but I was watching something where they made fun of it, and then I was explaining how like Vince um, never knew what any of the moves were called, so it was always just what a maneuver. So I watched a, a compilation video where it's just like you know, somebody hits like a clothesline, and he's just like, oh, what a maneuver! Oh, maneuver! Like <laughs> what a maneuver that was. Do you think Vince ever used that commentary in the bedroom? I think he did <laughs> for himself, though. He's just like, oh, what a yeah. maneuver I just did. Sparky oh, plug. Yeah, here's the biggest Start guy in the match, right? <laughs> Weighing in at approximately 800 pounds. Yeah. He is still Thurman Sparky plug at he this point. He absolutely did not touch anyone's hand. He like had it. No, out, like, not even close. <laughs> but this so is... I, Shawn Michaels isn't here yet. I was just going to say, this is the start of the, uh, the Shawn Michaels and um, Bob Holly thing. Because just you wait... <laughs> Like the spectacle here, as opposed to what we would know the Royal Rumble as now, because this this is only the second year, first of all, that they're like, and the winner goes to Mania, right? And it's also just crazy. Like you're seeing everybody fight everybody. Like that in and of itself was enough at the time. Yeah, I guess that's one of their things. Was like, well, we're never gonna see the heels go up against each other, so let's just play into the big guys all fight. I mean, because, like, just in general, like, you weren't ever going to see Brett versus Diesel on an episode of Superstars. Yeah. You know? I'm surprised those ropes have, stayed there, have like, snapped. <laughs> yeah. Big Bam Bam's actually, like, hurt himself, like, just the rope going against his body there. Now, who has the worst uh, ring gear right now, and why is it uh, Bob Holly? <laughs> In the ring? Oh, yeah. It's about <laughs> and then Mabel. But see, there you go. Shawn Michaels immediately right after. They've got a weird connection between those two in these and Royal Rumbles. This, again, this Shawn Michaels, it doesn't, not until WrestleMania 10 is he wearing 
traditional gear. Like he's still kind of just wearing whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. These mullets are crazy. Yep. These mullets are. Cra- oh, his. You mentioned Diesel's eyebrows. Did you see? Can we get a close-up shot again? <laughs> That's borderlining Santino. Also, whenever you're watching one of these, make sure you check the crowd out for the wild mullets that are out there. And the um, oh wait, hold on. Here this is comes. one of the big spots. Yeah, they don't even show it, but Sean kicks him out. Yep, that's like a. It's not quite so as bad of a camera angle there. of um, <laughs> AJ Styles making his debut and cutting the Roman Reigns, but hey, we don't have Kevin Dunn anymore. So, you know what? The, the worst no, the worst Royal Rumble camera thing ever was not AJ Styles. Because at least, like, you see AJ Styles. You don't see the Titan John say, "I am phenomenal," but they get his entrance. They don't get Edge's first spear back, which is just like, what do you mean? <laughs> How are you a multi-million dollar company? You would think with all the different cameramen and all the different people working on there that they'd be like, okay, well, obviously the focal point's the new guy. <laughs> How many former world champions have we seen so far? We've seen three, right? It's been, I guess, four if you count Steiner. It's Steiner, Michaels, Diesel, and Savage. Savage. Well, and Jarrett uh, for WCW. Oh, five. Yeah, those are five Backlund, former world yeah. champions. Oh, Backlund, yeah. That, that Again, stacked roster, but like Virgil's the uh, got that fuck me, uh, the fuck money uh, kind of oh, thing. That's a different kind of championship. Bam, 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 I mean, Bam Bam's technically a world champion. He's he's a former ECW champion, isn't he? No, he won the TV title. Oh yeah, the TV title. title. He looks he looks really weird without like the, the prominent beard. That and I would put some I would put some wrist tape on him or something. He looks a little a little naked on the arms. But like, wouldn't Mo have made more sense to be an Owen Hart spot? I mean, Mo would make sense not being in this match, I'd say. But. Right. But if he's going to be there, how small easy sacrifice. Is, then you get I mean, him in this, this match. I mean, they they feel more like, you know, Dink and Dink, really. Mo and Mabel. <laughs> Sean just casually skinning the cat, not getting any really good camera angle on it. Oh, no, that's next. He legit knocked spit out of them. See, this is why I don't watch these matches often because everything's just so, so slow. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, there's it's so basic, right? Like, you know, Diesel ran roughhouse over everybody and he gets dumped out. It's like, oh, well, there goes Diesel anyway. Let's continue. Like, why here's... is Greg the Hammer Valentine here? Looking like the Red Rooster, too. I love how it's like, oh my god, it's not like a surprise appearance from the legend Greg the Hammer Valentine's that no, this he's still part of the roster and he's still he's still just still just here. Yeah, and that's like and that is objectively false. Like Greg hasn't done anything on TV. I don't know how they didn't just say, Wow, I guess because it wasn't that thing yet where it was like, Oh, you never know. You never yeah. know who's showing up. Sorry, I didn't want to do a Mad Striker. It's amazing that all that stuff, like the like the, the surprise appearances and the legends returning, all that kind of just happens post the Attitude Era. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't become like big shocking entrance things. Until, I guess I guess the first like the first like real like big shocking entrance is probably the Foley faces. 
Yeah, because that that's more like a fun spot. But right. And like in '97, they had like Terry Funk and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they had like announced him. Right, and like Shawn Michaels is you know coming back in '96, but they make that the big focal point of the story, so they tell you that ahead of time, kind of like the Cody thing. Coming in, right? But they told you. But yeah, it takes until yeah. uh, it takes until like, about, like 2002, where it becomes like. Who is going to be in the match? What? This is crazy. Well, no, that's quite weird because, like, you uh, typically, like, they had the thing of, um, in, was it like uh, the early 2000s? They would announce everybody that was in the Rumble way before the match was taking place. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it probably like, I'm trying to think of like the, the first real kind of legend returning that no one was expecting surprise that happened. I'm kind of thinking it might have been like the Jimmy Snooker and Roddy Piper thing in 2008. Did they announce Goldust in 2002 prior to? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it was announced as, like, Legends Returning. But they didn't announce him. Yeah we didn't, yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't know who it was, but, like, but he wasn't really a, like, a legend. He was just a guy coming back from WCW. Yeah. Yeah, but at that point, Mr. Perfect felt like a legend returning. I guess so, yeah. Mr. Perfect one is probably, like, the best uh, example of it. But, again, he was a and guy it- that was wrestling pretty soon um, yeah wow you know what now i'm thinking about it you're you might be right i've started in like 08 09 that, o- that 08 thing with piper and snooka might be the first one that's insane piper and snooka, it was like piper snooka foley you know and cena being the the final spot yeah yeah which and is weird because i remember it. watching an 08 and being like oh yeah surprises are part of the rumble I, mean, I know Foley came back in the 2004 Rumble, but that was he was in a it definitely in a storyline with Orton at Foley that point. Foley came back so. in that one in the 2006 Royal Rumble, might have been like the unofficial start because um, Tonka came back in that one. Yeah, but funny. he became a full time wrestler, didn't he? After that point, so yeah, and then he just is a full time guy. Um, I don't remember who this is. It's the Great Kabuki. Ah, there you go. See, uh. Bob Holly and uh, Shawn Michaels are in the corner, though. <laughs> oh, they've been going at it ever since Jesus got eliminated. Yep. They just, <laughs> just they like, like the, working together in the Royal Rumbles. I mean, fundamentally, I, I can understand doing this right now because they're the only two guys that can actually do moves yeah. in the ring, really. Well, yeah. Like, the, outside of true. the band Holly band. was seen as a great worker. <laughs> yes. Yes, the two smaller guys are saying, like, we're the only ones that could actually do, like, you know, stuff in this match. So let's work together and do things together. Dude, these matches are clusters, gee. <laughs> and what's an unnecessary pushing Mo down for? Well, I guess it's to make sure that he can't make sure he doesn't help Mabel. Yeah. Oh, look at that, Sean. Sean doing the right thing, then. Oh Jesus Christ! That was a hell of a landing. I used to like that spot where they would be like, you know, the big dude, that, huge dude. They, they literally just get him out. Usually, it's like they're all on the big show, and then he goes, ah, and he kicks them all off. I mean, they figured out ways to make this more bombastic and better over time because that unceremonious dump that they do for a bunch of these people here nowadays, it's like, whoa, like that's a big spot. And like, we're going to take a couple seconds to really ruminate on it and be like, oh, my God, there's been rumbles in the past where they've done it better. Prior to the 94, you mean? Yeah. We're like, yeah, they'll look at Hogan and be like, whoa, we need to take a breath here. Right. That guy high five his friend because Luger's coming. I, I like the fact that like they they brought out Luger before they brought out one of the guys that beat him up. As opposed like, to like sure. uh, 
Well, surely but you'd have both Kabuki and Tenryu in the match, so Lugu can run wild on both of them and eliminate both of them like back to back, rather than you know he's fighting one of them and he'll throw him out probably right here. Lugu and it's like great. you know there goes uh, one of them. So now he's just and now I'll just start beating up Shawn Michaels or Crush or nobody else that was involved in my uh, in my beatdown earlier. It's like how 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 great is that? Like he managed to they they took him out backstage and he managed to get out like pretty fine before one of the guys has even got into the ring. Oh, he's America. Yeah, it's, it, I mean this doesn't fit. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like they've nailed down. They've got like the the like the primordial essences of what makes a Royal Rumble match, but they're they're really really in an early stage. This that's weird because like ninety two was a perfect Royal Rumble. Again, ninety two is perfect. Ninety is pretty good. Um, ninety one sucks. I kind of did that. But it's, but it's just kind of a point. Like, is it is it the quality of the booking? Like the the booking's bad, but obviously the quality of the wrestlers isn't great at this point in time. Yeah, but... yeah I was gonna say, but I think we've seen that in more recent years where it's like, dude, unless there's a stacked Royal Rumble, look, look at the one Lesnar won a couple of years ago. Where it was just like. Oh, fuck. Obviously, it's Lesnar. Yeah, and obviously there's downsides to, like, you know, Mo is in this match, and the great Kabuki's not all that great and stuff, what, the way that they're booking him, but there are still oh, a lot of... Uh, there are still a lot of, like, good, solid names that are in this, you know? Like, Bam Bam's not a bad dude. Luger's hot right at the crowd right now. We did have Savage, you know, like... I'd say out of the 30 names, there's about 10 that are like legit name names. Probably about like eight or so that are in that like meh type of range. And then about 12 that are like underwhelming. Maybe a third, third, third. But for a little bit. going, Going into this year's Rumble, like you've got Punk and you've got Cody. And like Bobby yeah. Lashley's a former champion and all, like so you can't. And they'll discredit. present them better, even if you know they're not winning. They'll be presented better. Yeah. Whereas here, nobody's giving anybody a fucking chance because you're just not winning. Yeah. This is what it is. It's just it's just about royal. You know? They didn't put any stock into this. Yet. Like, look at the difference between the way that Diesel got tossed out as early as he did. Versus how well, Gunther lasted last year or something like they would have had Diesel be in the final four for this one, and it would have been like that's who Luger has to get out or something, you know. I forget who's coming out here. This is it the one that where they're like, oh, "It's supposed to be Brett," but is this GCW's Invisible Man? <laughs> <laughs> he could be. Legend has it; he's still in the room. Oh, uh, okay. So I've, I've, I've just uh, I've, had, I've had the wiki. I was just to have a look at it. So that was supposed to be Bastian Booger. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bastian Booger thing. But he was he, he's he listed as diarrhea? unable to compete due to illness. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that is so bizarre. That one that you just don't have anybody else lined up that could potentially come out and do something. Mm-hmm. You no, know, they said Virgil was in for Kamala. And you would assume that they could just grab. Even like, you know, it wouldn't be the best thing in the world, but like grab some local wrestler dude or something to be like, you know, how in previous years and all, it might be like um, 
or even in the next year, like 95 sucks, man. And 95 is like, hey, Gil, Doug Gilbert's here, and it's like, nobody cares. That's 96. I'm a bit early. Like, you must have, like, Steve Lombardi must be backstage doing something, surely. Get the Brooklyn Brawler out for a, a spot. That's the kind of thing they wouldn't do now, huh? To have nobody. Yeah, so this is just a 29-man Royal Rumble. So I'm it's gonna, like yeah. false advertising. Like I'm going to look up the Royal roster Rumbles. here. Yeah, It's weird. It's a 29-man Rumble with two winners. So if... I don't know if he's in the match or not, but like they do have listed uh, as far as the um, the 22nd of January... On SmackDown Hotel, great website by the way. Um, they do have like the Bushwhackers on the roster, Earthquake is on the roster, uh, IRS, Jerry Lawler. IRS wrestled earlier, but that didn't stop like Owen. Right. Yeah, the Brooklyn Brawler was in a dark match on this show against Jim Powers. And you get Jim Powers. You could have um, had the the big like, hey, look at that kind of spot with Pat Patterson backstage. He could have probably came out there and wrestled, you know. That yeah. seems like the weird thing about that is you're saying that with 2024 eyes, but like they would have never done that. Yeah, they wouldn't have thought about it for a few years. They would have just never thought about like, why the fuck am I going to throw Pat Patterson in a Royal Rumble? And he'd be like, ah, out of pace. Like they, they said, that, I mean, uh, the the opener, the official opener of the show here was um was Tatanka versus Bam Bam Bigelow, and now they're both in the match right now. So and Bam Bam was a fill in for Ludwig Borga, who just disappears. He's, he's another one who was like a major heel and then just disappears. Mm-hmm. The ring is really filling up with humanity. All the humanity. And the crowd goes so much uh, crazier for Brett than Luger. Did Brett ever say that there's a particular reason why he has four hearts? No. On his gear? That's not supposed to represent four particular people or whatever, like his four kids or something like that, you know, like... Did he always have four hearts, or is it just for this? I don't think he always had. No, nah, he didn't always, but yeah, I thought maybe there was like a reason why that had happened or something. And it's odd that they have that like kind of graffiti effect on his, uh, like the top part of the singlet. Henry's trying to kick his leg from out and there is like, <laughs> yeah. Again, like there's no way we would have seen this and not seen. Owen try to get involved. Hell, the next year, Brett beats the shit out of Owen before he can get in the ring. Like, <laughs> Sparky's a house of fire. Raisin. Who's the longest uh, at this point? Crush? Yeah, it's like Crush, I think, yeah. Crusher, then Bam Bam, and then uh, Michaels. Michaels, yeah, at some point, yeah. Yeah, Michaels. No, um, Mabel. I think before Michaels. No, Mabel's already eliminated. He was eliminated. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, Mabel's gone. Actually, uh, actually, uh, uh, Sparky Plug has been here longer than Michaels. So. That's true. Yeah. 
because they're the one place earlier than Michael's. So, so what number are we at? Yeah, they didn't even put the numbers up. Because I know the final four are now here. Now that Keish is here. Uh, there are two more people to come now. That's number 28. Wasn't this the fastest thing you've ever seen? <laughs> and it feels like nothing's happened. How long have we been watching this? Uh... Actually, this, this has felt a lot longer than it is for me. Because this is like... Are we, is that, we've is been watching about... this for 40 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like nothing's it, 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 happened. If, it, yeah, nothing has happened, but it does feel like it's been forty minutes. But there's about what is it? Like, it seems like there's about a dozen people in the ring now. I wonder if they so specifically booked this, thinking it'd be fun to do a Royal Rumble where there's almost nobody in the ring, and then there's everybody in the ring. Because mm. people I'm get bored with stuff. For and... a Royal Rumble where nobody gets eliminated. The closest has been. I think at one point there was something like 18 people in the ring at one point. If I remember counting one year, it was like 2010 or something. It would be, it would be quite a cool thing to experiment with. You get to maybe you do something. Oh, there goes crush. Then you just, you just have something like you have the Royal Rumble carry on and you just build it up till there's about like 20 odd people in the ring. And then you have one person come out and clear house. So it's just like five people in the ring afterwards. That'd be, that'd be a good. I'd like to see them do that with the women's division, because the women, uh, the women's Royal Rumble matches, the eliminations are just not as fun, so you don't have to like sacrifice as much. Plus, give them something that could be like, hey, you know, this is something that only the women's division have done. Mm. I hate this ring gear for Janetti. This is like uh, he's teaming with Leaf Cassidy. You know, Tenru, you just fucked up the spot. There you go. Yeah. Ugh. More really bad super kicks. Mm-hmm. That's really cool that Janetti almost got Michaels. There was a time where he was like his kryptonite. It's laughable now. Like literally the term you're the Janetti is like, right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I, mean, I mean that's clearly not what Janetti is known for now. But I mean he oh, went to the Intercontinental it. title and all like they tried. Yes. Yeah, and now he's just a guy that says that he potentially killed people on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and wants to do stuff with his daughter. I I love her, but she is daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they tried with Janetti. It's just that uh, he's Janetti. You know, he's it wasn't going to work. Where the fuck is the 123 Kane? He's here. Why didn't he feel like the best booger? Right. Well, that was a pretty lame. Uh, Buzzer. And that's your number 30, I think, right? Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb. Thanks. Shame he <laughs> couldn't come out to um to to join up with Brian Adams and be be chronic for a while. It'd be quite funny if, like, because he's Adam Bomb, if he just stood in the middle of a ring, jumped up and down, there was, like, an explosion, and everyone just jumped out the ring. It feels like something they would have tried with the Earthquake back in the day. Yeah, Earthquake does his little setup thing, and somebody just, like, and, and, like um... people are just... The ring is shaking, so somebody fucking takes a tumble over the ropes. Or, like, somebody's standing on the top rope, and he shakes, so then they fall. That would have been a fun spot. You see, look at the yeah. work we're doing here. All right, so now it's just a case of just 
Oh, there goes. There, there goes Sparky. Sparky. Oh, Brett hey. helping out Michael's there. Yeah. He had an idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a bit. Look at this, look at this uh, intense moment in the middle of the ring with Adam Bomb and Tataka. And that's uh, Vince explaining about the Bastion Booger thing. Mm. Got a little sick and so I didn't come out. What the fuck is that? Like, you're telling me you had no one? Unless they thought that that was like, that could be funny. fun. Yeah. Just saying that he, was, he got sick. That's that legion. That's what I'm saying. Like, show him. Like, if this is done now, you would have seen him on the toilet mm-hmm. doing diarrhea. Like, it would have been a whole thing. But maybe they thought that it'd be fun to have nobody come out more so than anything. Yeah, but surely, like, the crowd doesn't know anything about that. Nah, but I get a feeling that, like, they've done so many of these over the years. And at this point, even by 94, they've done a bunch of them. So they're like, a lot of people try to do something just to pop themselves to, to be like, oh, we're going to do something a little different here because it'll be interesting if we do that. And like, but this is Vince. Like, surely Vince would love to see like Bastion Booger sitting on the toilet yeah. with his singlet down his ankles or whatever. It's just also, what the fuck is Mo still doing in this match? Right. Yeah. Mo should have been one of those quick eliminations in two seconds and he outlasts Mabel. Been here for ages. It's like, what? And I'm, I'm starting to question like whether these people that have just come out now should have been eliminated a lot earlier or were meant to get eliminated a lot earlier. And just said, "No, nah, I'm just going to hang around for a bit and just wait, <laughs> wait until, wait until the end, and then I'll get eliminated." Mo's like, "I never get any kind of uh recognition or whatever. I'm going to hang around here as long as I possibly can. If I get to spare time, I think I might end up doing a little extra dark cast thing of like." what would I book the 94 rumble is now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, man, I would have booked this so much. Like, even if you would have gone with the same ending, I would have had a different final four and I, I would have definitely thought, booked everything differently. Yeah. I thought you said this is like a good Royal rumble. This is definitely like, Oh, it's not it's a like, good Royal the rumble. Worst. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's just, right. it's one of those like iconic Royal rumbles because of the ending. Well, can we just get to it already? Like, <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I'm really struggling with this. This is terrible. Not the worst Royal Rumble, though, of all time. I think there's no, worse ones than this. But it's up, it's up there. Like, uh, I, I always forget which ones are which between 90 and 91. 91's the worst one, because 90's got at least the, you got the Hogan and Warrior stare down thing. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, there are terrible ones. There's like 99 is one of the worst ones. Yeah, 99 is so frustrating to watch. 95 isn't particularly good, even though it's got the Michaels and Bulldog going coast to coast thing. The actual rumble itself is full of absolutely nobodies. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the less said about the the 2015 Royal Rumble, the better. And the, what was that? There was another terrible, like the um 20, uh 22 Royal Rumble, I think was terrible as well. I was like one of the ones that like, oh my god, that it was just an absolutely nothing rumble happening. That's the one that uh, that Rollins won. Oh, the Rollins no, one. The Brock, uh, the, the Brock, yeah, the one that Brock won, where he just like came in at the end and, you, <laughs> and like one of the last people was eliminated was like Shane McMahon. Smacks in the turnbuckle there. I can't even remember really the one that Rollins wins the one in 2019, I think. Yeah, I twenty. That much about it. Wait, twenty nineteen or yeah, I guess yeah, it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, because the same one as Becky won. So, 
and then McIntyre is twenty twenty. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a, that was a great one. Twenty twenty one. I'd rather go back and watch that one, but. Mm-hmm. And Michaels and Brett are just like standing around doing just around pretty in their proximity quite often. So clearly they didn't have as much problem at this point. Yeah. Now I don't think that their problems really start until around like that 90 late 96, 97 range. Right. Mm. Well, I think it was around about the time that like Michaels and Brett were both being pushed towards the main events standing. And Michaels was basically, as soon as Michaels became like a main event, a top WWE contender type of guy, that's when, the issue started forming because then he thought, Hey, I like holding this title. I think I'll hold it forever. <laughs> and if I have to lose it, I'm not actually going to lose it in the ring. There goes Tatanka. It's so funny. Like if you poll, I've talked about this before, but like, you know, if you ask like, uh, Tony in 1997 to name his like top 10 favorite wrestlers or something. Somebody like Tatanka is probably on the list. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous to me that that's like over all those years you get people that come in and you're like, Oh, Kevin Owens is fucking great. And like, uh, you know, all these other people that uh, really kick some serious ass, you know, Daniel Bryan and your, uh, Like, look at Bam Bam doing that. Dude, try to do the Ric Flair bump out of the corner. Mm-hmm. There goes Marty. Oh, Just off camera. It's so weird to think that Mo lasts longer in a Royal Rumble than Razor Ramon since Razor was never in one. Mm-hmm. Well, Mo was in multiple ones, isn't it? Right. But it's like even just being in here for you know two minutes, he lasts longer. But like, if you were to say the amount of time that Mo was in the Royal Rumble, and say between Mo and Razor Ramon, which one is it? Pe- most people would be like, oh, it's got to be Razor. I mean, and he lasts quite a while, and then it's like, nope, Razor's not in a single one. I quite like that spot. They did the Henry doing the double knocking knocker, and uh, Fatu not uh, selling it at all because he's Samoan, so he's got the strongest head in the universe. <laughs> That's a clever spot. That's why it's the head of the table. Mm. Like Tenryu, like, what are you doing here, dude? I think it's. I mean, like again, most uh, nor uh, typical Western fans wouldn't know, but like he's like one of the most decorated champions in Japanese wrestling history. Multiple time All Japan Triple Crown champion, former IWGP World Champion. And they're just dumped out. Like essentially in WWF, he's just a lucky for Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. One of these things yeah. does not <laughs> look like the other. <laughs> yeah, like why would they go with the head shringer here? I love that uh, Sean's just kind of like, I'm going to go for Brett. Yeah, let, let's let's wrestle. Let, let's let's go after the wrestler here. But like, realistically, wouldn't this have made so much more sense if instead of having one of the head shrinkers in there that if they would have had like a, like a crush or a bam bam or something. Well, just have Tenryu in it. Cause like he's having Even issues, that, yeah. he's had issues with like Luger beforehand. You just like throw a head shrinker in there for whatever reason. <laughs> the, 
I see again. That's cool because like every every time you do a, a head related spot to Fatu or to Samu, they don't they don't sell it. And at least they're consistent with that. His size looks so different too. Like he looks relatively small here. Yeah. And then you see him in just like a couple of years, and he's like he looks like he's twice the size. It looked like he fell. <laughs> that headbutt looked like he fell off the ropes. <laughs> um, I have been here. I, I'm literally under a tornado watch right now. But I've been here. Uh, the Bam Bam elimination was cool. A lot of, like, nothing here. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> At least it's picking up a little bit with the final four. Yeah. Final four is pretty cool. I like the uh, the spot that makes it down to the final two. I always like that a little bit. Then we're going to see it coming up. Yeah, it's good work by right now. Oh. This is good work by Luke. Oh, <laughs> yeah, look at that spin. That's what I was cell. just saying. Well, what, why are they going to do that? They don't have to do that shit. Mm-hmm. The Samoans are great. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I love it. Great spot. I love this spot. Oh. That's yeah, um, fucking yeah, great. That was, <laughs> like, isn't that cool? Why, 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 why are there more spots like that throughout the entire? Uh, right. Like all built up to that one thing, which is cool, but you know. And then you got the the punch, 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 punch. <laughs> and then they're literally, it's like two seconds till we see the finish. And they do it so well too. Like this looks realistic as all hell, and like they do it perfectly. Like look at that. Eh. Yeah. I still like I don't believe that the Batista John Cena thing was a botch. It's too perfect. Even that was a great finish. You should have left it like it. Conspiracy no, theory no. or what, but like my tinfoil hat's on for that one for sure. That was not a botch. That was planned to have Cena and Batista go over that road. They should have left it like that, because it would have been like, oh, they both win. But mm-hmm. they're both I mean, I mean, I think the double tearing of the quads kind of, uh, kind of see like, that. I that I think is yeah, a botch. That, I guess that's true. Anything can happen. But I think that that's just Vince excited to do his bit. You know, but the reason why I don't think it's I don't I don't think I I not why well, I feel pretty confident that the Batista and John Cena one was unintentional is because Batista's leg hits first. So I think that's just Batista botching it. But I love this, like, uh, this back and forth that they have. He's just like, what are you doing? I didn't say that. I said the other one won. What are you talking about? I said the other one won. Hey, you got any t-shirts I can sell out the back? <laughs> it's a shame they didn't use both Hebners to do this. Hmm. Crowd booing as well. Yeah, because the crowd's definitely more. They're like, hey, if Brett doesn't win, we want Luger to win. And then, like, Brett getting into the ring like that. Yeah. I mean, how could it be, like, both feet touch the floor when one of his feet doesn't work? (laughs) But this is, like, this is fun, the way that they do this. 
it's crazy because if you look at I always think about this shit because I think about like if this was now this wouldn't have been a big deal it would have been I guess you're doing a three well I guess it would have been Brett and Luger at the February pay-per-view that would have been another draw mm-hmm. and then it would have been you're doing a three-way at the pay-per-view right if you, if you, there's any chance then doing something like this for like Cody for Cody Punk or something I that that's I I predicted it from the minute they arrived the rock stuff changes that i think they could tony it's it's been 30 years i don't think think that they're doing it i think they're going straight up just somebody like drew mcintyre is going to eliminate cody punk's going to win they're going to be like see you got your your punk win he gets to celebrate because i'm still just expecting the rock to have that match at mania listen We'll talk about it a lot more in the coming weeks, but it being a four-way changes some things for me. A four-way uh, for the Royal Rumble match. For the for the Rumble match for Roman. At first, I was thinking you you were saying like a four-way, like um, Rock and uh, Roman and Cody and whatnot. No, L- L.A. Knight doing the possibility of Randy Orton pins L.A. Knight. Changes things for me. But like, you watch watch how it. perfect they do this. Hmm. Look, 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 look. They, oh, they get, can't be- see it. Yeah, they, ah. get, they get better angles, though. And Fink is selling this so well. The urgent, right? They're all selling the urgency. Like, Fink's, like, full-blown acting, like, well, well we gotta pick a winner, like, that kind of thing. Like, he's doing a good job, you know? Or more than to like, what the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> Jack, we're ruined, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love this little bit. Watch this. <laughs> I love, I love that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> He's just milking it for like. One extra so little thing. Though. See, this is all way more entertaining than like than most of the match. The yeah, 50, the fifty, the fifteen minutes that preceded it. And Fink is so happy to deliver the line when he gets to it. Add Brett chance. This is awesome. <laughs> this is, I think, the really good we the. Oh wait, no, they still haven't shown that one yet. Nope. No, because they have a really good angle for it. They're gonna get to it eventually. I guess they're still double checking. Oh, listen to those boos. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you, you chickened out of a decision. It's so cheeky how it's done, too. They're just like, we're going to do a coin toss. Oh, like it's, you'd see loads of people in the crowd now just walking out. And see, I like that better 
to set up like a they didn't do triple threats back then but like i like that as a better ooh, what are we gonna do going forward than to just be like restart the match and batista throws out john cena and then there you go it's batista that wins I'm sure if I would have been watching at the time, I would have wanted them to have both Cena and Batiste to go into Raw that night being like, who gets to challenge which champion? And then they kind of like settle it, you know? Yeah, that's it, considering like, especially that, that that's how it happened. <laughs> that's what I would have done. What, and what they were on yeah, specific brands, so it was like, okay, well, you know. But I obviously the uh, Batista, your SmackDown winners. Yeah, but they wanted to do the whole like Batista's gonna have to try to pick and he's gonna have to pick Triple H and that big spot. Like that was yeah. their priority. Well yeah, well that's the thing, is like you have to if if their whole story is the oh they're gonna choose which ones they're gonna be taking on. Before the like, end of the show, they show the right angle. Like the one where you can see like holy shit, they hit them down. Well maybe that's something they show on you feel I'm remembering that's the sign they show an episode of Raw or Superstars afterwards. No, they show it on here, I'm pretty sure, because I remember seeing it back in the day, and I never used to watch, like, Superstars They're and stuff. They're just showing stills from a load of, match, a load of matches now. I'm going to wait to see what that final still is. Maybe not. They didn't then. Uh, maybe it, it was episodes of Raw or something. Maybe they show, like, a still image of it. But... They waited forever to show that, the, fam- the now famous shot of Sean from 95, because they did not get the right angle that night. Yeah, imagine yeah. imagine having like Razor in this Royal Rumble and Taker and Razor never did a Royal Rumble, which is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean oh, maybe like they show didn't show it, so. huh? It's just a lot of still images, so Oh, well, well, there Wait, it is. I think uh, that I think maybe this is when they show it. Yeah. Yeah, I know my. Shit. No, this is the one that we. Oh, this is the other one. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Ah. Great finish. <laughs> would, would be a great ending for Cody and Punk. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen this year, but the. Uh, think the rock's gonna predictions in like three weeks but do you think the rock's gonna actually be in tampa no i think he's uh i think he's popping up in perth to cut a promo with the grayson waller effect and then gonna pop up on smackdown and raw uh here and there how do they i guess i'll get around it how do they explain what how do they explain like no, we're not going to do a chamber or Rock just gets the match. We just do two different chamber matches. No, I think it's going to be um, Rollins defending and Rhea defending. Or yeah, if it's not that, or, then or it's... one to determine Rhea's challenger or one to determine yeah. like, EO's challenger and maybe one for the Intercontinental title or something. It could be anything, really. I think it depends on partially. They haven't announced if there's a March Saudi show. And if there is, then they're going to, I'm assuming, do, like, I mean, you know, we might watch a, 
SmackDown this week, and it might kind of change our opinions. But like, I'm thinking that Bailey probably wins the Royal Rumble, and then Rhea retains in the main event of Elimination Chamber. And when they come around to the March show, if they do that, or if they do it on an episode of Raw, that'll be where they have Becky win a number one contenders match to fight Rhea. So it's just like Roman isn't on the Elimination Chamber card at all because you've got The Rock cutting a promo. And Rollins probably defends in the Elimination Chamber and Rhea probably defends in the Elimination Chamber and they they go about that. Very cynical about the way that this year's mania is shaping up for the Cody Rhodes story in my mind. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I mean, we've had some weird things in the past. We've had people win belts at Royal Rumble and drop it a few weeks later and... Oh, I, I'm full. I, I'm full on board with. We won't have a money in the bank guy in two weeks, because I I think we need to get that out of the way. There's a there's just a lot of mess for, the, for going into this rumble. Like coming out of it seems simple, but going into it, there's a lot of mess. Oh yeah, that's in '94. Royal Rumble match. As we said before, we are going to uh, try to do the 2004 Royal Rumble with Chris Benoit as a dark cast for this month. And since CM Punk, of course, is one of the major focal points right now and the odds on favorite to win the Royal Rumble. And it's 10 years ago. And that was his last thing and all like it, it lines up perfectly for the 2014 Royal Rumble to be another one of these things. So we're going to do that as well, leading up to the 2024 Royal Rumble. 94, 04, 1, 4, and 2, 4. All those uh, by the time we come back around to the end of the month. If you want to make sure that we do not only, you know, for sure to do the dark cast for the 04 Royal Rumble, but to maybe even do the full pay-per-view for that. Pick your poison tier is always an option. And, of course, stay tuned for all the other things that are coming your way. We've got another episode of the Hot Tags later on this week. And I don't know what else we're going to end up doing, but it's Royal Rumble season, so we're kind of around that. Maybe if we get the time, maybe we'll do some kind of a mock draft for a Rumble thing or something. Or maybe, like I said, maybe I will try to do some fantasy booking, rebooking the 94 Royal Rumble or something, depending on how much time there is. But you should be able to see all that stuff and more on smartcoutmoment.com and facebook.com slash smartcoutmoment, twitter.com slash smartcoutmoment. I'm never going to call it X. And of course, go over to fanboysanonymous.com for everything that's happening there. If you enjoy the fan outs tables, you might be interested in the fan tracks over there where we watch movies and TV shows and stuff. So check that out. Make sure that you are going over to amangotree.com and you can see the different links that are on that social media hub over there. Follow me at Tony Mango all over the place. Follow Robin Callum. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all the fun stuff. Just look for Dude Felice and I'm there. Check out my work on Fightful. Check out all the cool stuff on Fanboys Anonymous. I don't remember if we watched Merry Little Batman with the recording or not. Nah, that was just uh, on the side. All right, we we didn't, so never mind that. Uh, (laughs) We watched a bunch of other shit. You should go check it out. It's fun. And check out Callum, too. Yep, you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14. Check out the Power Rankings every Saturday over on SmartCatMoment.com where I'm ranking WWE wrestlers based on their previous week's performances. 
And you can also check out the Fantasy League there as well, as well as on www.fantasyleague.com to see how all of our teams are doing, who's picking up points as we head towards the Royal Rumble and begin the road to WrestleMania, where the winner will eventually be crowned. Lots of very, very important things happening over the next few weeks. This is one of the biggest times of the year in not only just WWE, but Smart Guy Moment, even for that matter. So make sure that you are subscribed to make sure that you have your little email alerts set up. Just ring that little bell. Of course, we don't have a pay-per-view coming up until the 2024 Royal Rumble, but you never know if we might go live for something like this. If you want us to go live, for instance, to do a live watch along of the 2014 Royal Rumble, when we do that, we might be able to do that as one that you guys can follow along with. I haven't quite, uh, you know, settled on like a time when we're going to do it, but that's why you should drop your comments below. If you are interested in it, then we'll try to figure out a schedule. Maybe I'll put some kind of a poll up on the uh, Mega Maniacs or something to try to figure out like who would be available at certain times and stuff. We usually record around like three o'clock in the afternoon on certain days. So that's of course harder for some people, easier for some other people, whatever it is, it'll be up there at some point. So stay tuned, make sure you're subscribed, come back and thank you for tuning in for this one. We will see you next time. This has been another Smart Owl moment, and we are being counted out.